Flyers Daily with Jason Mertides. All right, here we go. It's a brand new Flyers Daily, a new month as the month of November set to begin as the Flyers are on the road tonight to start off a three-game road trip in New York tonight to take on the Rangers, in Toronto tomorrow night to take on the Leafs, and then Saturday uh, in Ottawa to take on Claude Giroux and the Ottawa Senators. They'll return home next Tuesday to take on the Dallas Stars. Um, if I sound a little different, I'm dealing with a major head cold, um, which has not been fun, but uh, thanks for bearing with me. You're going to hear from John Tortorella to kind of minimize the amount of words that I have to say on this particular podcast. It's It's been a doozy for sure. Uh, but a couple of things first and foremost. The Flyers have started out this season 5-2-1. and one. They started out the 2021 season 5-2-1. and one. They started out the 21-22 season 5-2-1. and one. And they've started out this season with a record of 5-2-1. and one. Now, we know where those other seasons ended up, but are there similarities? Now, in the 21, or 2021 season, in those first eight games, the Flyers scored 28 goals. In the 21-22 season, they scored 28 goals. And in this season, they've scored 24 goals, so four less goals. In the 2021 season, they gave up 26 goals. In 21-22... They gave up 21 goals, and this season so far, they've given up 21 goals. Uh, in the 2021 season, 190 shots on goal. Uh, in the following season, 232, markedly more. And then this year, 219, so not much less. So there's some similarities there. Does the start to this season, though, mean they're headed for what happened the last two seasons? That's really the question I'm trying to answer. Now, there's been good opponents in all of those starts to seasons. I mean, in the 2021 season, they took on Pittsburgh the first two games. Now, granted, that year was in in an empty building to start the year, and you were seeing opponents multiple times in a row. As a matter of fact, the first two games were against Pittsburgh, the second two against Buffalo, the third two against Buffalo or Boston, and the fourth two so your top eight games, against the New Jersey Devils. That's kind of the way most of that year went. So some good teams in there, sure. Uh, Last year, they took on Vancouver, Seattle, what you would deem as two not good teams. Boston, and they got a win over Boston. Uh, They had Florida in the beginning of the year. That was one of the losses. They had Edmonton, which they won on the road. That was that 5-3 win on the road. Uh, That was a good win. Uh, They had a back-to-back. Their first back-to-back was against Vancouver on the road. They won that game 2-1. Martin Jones got the win in that one. Uh, They lost to Calgary, and then they came back home and they beat Arizona. And then this year, we know the opponents that they've played. They beat the Devils. They beat the Canucks. They beat the Lightning. They lost to the Panthers uh, on the road on that back-to-back. They beat the Nashville Predators. Uh, They lost and got shut out to the San Jose Sharks. They beat the Panthers, and they lost in overtime to Carolina. So... What does it all add up to? I don't know. I really don't. I, there's similarities to years pr- uh, prior, and there's differences to years prior, both good and bad. But I don't think one is a fait accompli to the other. Now, the opponent tonight is one that comes in, had a good run last year, uh, really on the back of great goaltending from Igor Shosturkin. They've played 10 games. They have a record of 5-3-2, and two, 12 points. They are a point up on the Flyers, but they played two more games. Flyers come in 5-2-1, and one, uh, and, and um, they are plus three in goal differential are the Flyers. The Rangers come in even at scratch. So it's the Flyers and the Rangers tonight. It's going to be a busy week. Three road games, Rangers, Leafs, Sens. 
But let's get to the head coach, John Tortorella. He had some interesting things to say in his press conference about momentum, about staying grounded as professional athletes, motivating his guys, and much more. Here's the head coach. John, we, uh, we talked to Tanner a few minutes ago, um, and he said that, you know, obviously he's pushing to make us to, to make an impact in the NHL, but he said he had a conversation with you and that you essentially told him, you know, be with, be with your wife yeah. for this. How important to you is it that these guys, you know, even when they're battling for spots, yeah. get a chance to experience those types of events? Yeah, let's remember what we're doing. We're, we're entertainers, and it's a sport. Um, yeah, there was no way he was coming back here. And, um, yeah, we're, we're, everybody's thrilled for him and thrilled for his wife. I know it was a, a long night for her. And, uh, yeah, that, that stuff's more important than anything, your family. He couldn't stop smiling in the locker room. How cool was it to see the guys make him go to the center yeah. and, and cheer for him? Yeah, that's, that's the fun stuff. You know, I, I guess Sandy, Sandy was involved too. I guess he's engaged. Yeah. Did he ask her or did she ask him? Do you guys know? <laughs> Nowadays, sure. you never know, right? So, yeah, that, that's good. And uh, glad the guys uh, uh, had a chance to recognize him. Like we had a situation in the locker room before the game. The other night, Rock, uh, who kind of runs the show down there, just turned 65. He got a chance to stand in front of the team and say a few words. And that stuff's important. Uh, we forget we get caught in the winning and losing and all this stuff. Uh, it's not nearly as important what Tanner went through, him and his family. Have any father tips for him? Or, uh, not a one. Not a one. <laughs> one. Getting back to uh, winning and losing, how important are these two games? You play two tough teams, and Toronto is struggling a little bit, but the Rangers and Toronto are regarded as two Stanley Cup contenders as far as showing that you're, you guys are for real. doesn't matter to me who we're playing. I, 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 I'm not a big guy on... A, a test to see where you stand or we, we're taking it one day at a time. It doesn't matter who we play. Uh, we're just trying to, to be the best we can be. Um, all games are tough. It doesn't matter where they're in the standings or where people project them to be. All games in the National Hockey League are tough, so we're just taking it one game at a time. That said, are you happy where you are after uh, eight games? I don't think a coach is ever happy. You know, I, I don't think we can afford to be happy. I, I, I think we're I'm not upset. I'm not I'm not anything. I'm just getting ready for the next game. You know, we when you win a game, uh, you're happy for about a minute and a half. And then you're thinking about your next opponent. That, that's just the way our life is as a coaching staff. And so I, I do think it's important that you uh, you don't get too high, don't get too low, just like players do as you go through the grind of a regular season. So that's the way we're trying to go about it. You said after the. Saturday that you really like the second and third period from your guys. How important is it for you to see them build off of that in these next two games? Yeah, I, 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 I look at it this way. I, I, think it, I think the game is momentum swings, and I think momentum swings don't just happen in the 60-minute game. I think it, it's a long line all through the year of 82 games. How long can you keep the momentum on your side? And it can go from game to game. So to answer your question, you, I thought the third period especially, I thought we checked well, uh, ended up getting some scoring chances. I, I, I thought uh, your goalie made two key saves in the middle part of that period. We could have gone up 4-2. Uh, you know, didn't find a way to close it out, but for the most part, that period was, was really good. And that's what we'll follow up with video tomorrow, just showing some of the contrasts of some of the struggles versus some of the things we did really well in the second half of that game. 
So they're strung together for me, and they can go from from one game to the other or from period to period. You have Tanner back now, but your fourth line was also very productive last game. I guess what are the things that you're considering as you have more game big parts? Yeah, I, I've got to I've got to look more closely at individual play. You, you look at your team play. I can't do it all all together. I have to watch the team play, and then I. I'll look at individual shifts. You know, I, I've got to, I've got to see what Kiefer did uh, um, more individually. I, uh, as far as I, I don't think I want to make a change in that fourth line. They, they keep, they bang a couple of goals in for us, so I don't think I can change that line. I got to look at some other people. I'm still not sure what the lineup's going to be against New York. Going into the Florida game, you had some words of praise for Igor Zamula, um, and then I guess a couple turnovers, maybe not as strong. Of yeah. against Florida and he was out with Ristoline coming back into the lineup. Where do you view right now his game and where you expect him to be in the opportunities? That yeah, he, he's a guy that uh, uh, I think has, as any, it's the toughest position to play. Um, for a young guy, um, he's going to have his ups and downs, and he certainly has that. Uh, but I, I, I consider him a very, uh, very big piece that we need to develop as far as for the future of this team. It doesn't hurt him to sit out some games and watch. Uh, you know, it gives us a chance to maybe even help him as far as his strength. He's still a bit of a tall drink of water and, and needs to grow. Um, it gives us an opportunity when he's not playing that we can help him there. Uh, so that that's a situation where, and I don't want to get ahead of myself, but in my mind, I, 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 even if he's not playing games, I want him right here with us because I think he can practice at our pace. Uh, I think he can uh, make some gains as far as his strength, and uh, we'll see. I, I, that defense uh, is, is still. I, I still think there's going to be some rotating. So uh, can't guarantee when he's going to get back in, but he'll get back in. When you have a guy like Sedlak who's played for you before, does it help in terms of making it easier for him to? He's already knows your system and so forth. Mm -hmm. Does that help you on the ice that you can sort of let him go on his? I think it helps him. I, I think he knows me. Uh, I, I think he knows how I go about the business. Uh, uh, he, he, he knew how we played. I had Shazi just touch upon with him, you know, just some of play away from the puck as, uh, and it was, you know, it was just basically renewed for him because he, he had done it with me for a number of years. Yeah, but for him, it's not, I think when new players and new coaches get together, there's always a feeling out period. Him and I, I mean, we, We've gone through the ups and downs of relationship and hardness and good stuff. So that's already by. So he just can go play. I, I like the way he skated. I, I, that was my question mark to you guys. I wasn't sure if he still had the legs. And I've liked the way he skated. That's I was wondering about, wondering about his wheels when he got here. Yeah. He was pleasantly surprised. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, and I, t I talked to Jonesy and a couple of guys that seen him play. They were broadcasting games in, uh, for Col Colorado and I made some calls out there and uh, there was no hesitation. They said he could still skate and you can see that he can still skate. And um, yeah, I, I, I think he's, he's done some good things for us here. So he can be plug and play. Once. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It, it, there wasn't much uh, especially for him, it, it, I think it's more the player than a coach. Once he once he came to to this staff and he knew me and Shawzi especially, that it, it he didn't have to overthink. He just he knew he knew what's expected and he kind of knew how we were going to play. So it makes it easier for him. John, any update on Cam York, who was injured last night? 
in Hershey and how long they'll be out? Not for me. No, I have no update. Haven't talked to. I haven't talked to our trainers about our guys, let alone theirs. John, are you going to look at Kiefer Bellows to kill penalties, and if if so, why? I have no idea. Okay. I'm I'm still trying to figure out. Does he fit? Uh, you know where he is, who he is. Um, I think I have other candidates that I'd probably use killing penalties. Um, uh, yeah, I, I've got to. Uh, I'm not going to go on what people say. I need to watch them play, and it's part of my job this afternoon is to sit down and watch individuals play. I got to make some lineup decisions. So uh, that's what I'll be doing this afternoon. You said that you know you still need to dive into the tape for individual guys, but. What were your initial impressions in the moment of Bellows' first game? Yeah, I don't think he made any big mistakes. Had a good scoring chance. It it it, it got blocked. Uh, uh, seemed to understand away from the puck. A big body. You know, he looked big to me. Uh, I want to see his. I want to see his tempo. I, I want to see his pace. I, you know, you're you're getting another line ready. I, I didn't. I wasn't locked on him. Uh, I, that's what I want to see in the tape. I want to see what his pace is and. Uh, that's a key thing now in our league is I able to skate because it, it's such a fast league. So, uh, you know, he's a highly touted kid, uh, but you know that that's uh, that doesn't really mean too much to me. I just want to see him play. So I got to spend some time with that. You mentioned a couple the team's strengths in the second and third period the other night. But as a coach, how can you teach them to get to those things quicker and, and earlier in games? Uh, yeah, obviously our starts haven't been good this year. And I, I, I just, we just seem so uh, tentative or uh, underconfident. I, I thought we just played with such confidence the second half of the last game against Carolina. Uh, and and I, I think we need to get there. Uh, I, I, I don't understand why we're so tentative. It, it, uh, I, I want to see us play with the lead more. It's harder to play with the lead. It, it, it's easy to play in this league when you're down because you just kind of let things go and you're just kind of going for it. I want to see how guys react when we have a lead, and we haven't had that that often to start games off. So, uh, and plus, you just want to get a lead. <laughs> and, um, I, I I I don't know why we have started. I thought we were really tentative uh, uh, versus Carolina, and uh, but I'm really happy the way it ended. As as I've said, it. it you, you, you got to get. You just got to make sure you're there at those important minutes. And not saying the, the earlier the game isn't important minutes, but we ended up finding our way again. But we can't. We can't keep living on that uh, uh, piece of property being down to nothing and coming back. Can you say anything before a game to maybe get them going early? I certainly do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Last one. Thank you. <laughs> the more and more I listen to John Tortorella, the more and more I go, man. He and I have such aligning belief systems in a lot of areas. He talked about momentum and how the game's all about momentum. If you've listened to this podcast for any period of time, I've said it a thousand times, hockey is a game of momentum. It's about grabbing momentum and keeping it as long as you can. When you lose it, doing whatever you can to get it back and then keeping it as long as you can. And that goes for in-game, that goes for in-period, that goes for in-season. And Torts talks about that as well. I think that's that was really interesting commentary from him. I was not aware he and I were so highly aligned in the area of momentum. But we'll see what happens tonight. Can they take some momentum out of New York, over the border to Toronto to take on the Leafs tomorrow night? Well, we're going to break down the Flyers-Rangers game tomorrow, and we're going to preview the Flyers-Leafs game tomorrow on a brand new episode of Flyers Daily. Have a great day, everybody. Hey.